For another episode of Destined to Be an Autumn's Concerto, let's pick up where we left off. And uh, takes him to first. He starts getting like fashion magazines. Oh, that's so great! This <laughs> he's getting the fashion magazines. The guy selling at the newsstand is kind of like, "Hey, that's for young guys. That's for young kids." He's like, "I know." He goes, "I know." <laughs> <laughs> then he goes into the, the salon. Oh, this was. I was so happy when he changed his hair. Oh, like, it's a mess. He never combed it. No. I've never seen that before. Yeah. He needs to comb his head. Yeah. Or you guys should have told him to shave it off. Like, yeah. it was a mess. It was horrible. It was a bad wig. It was a horrible wig. And so he shaves, he does up his hair. Man look comes out looking GQ. He looks amazing. GQ. He looks really great. He looks great. He new hair, new suit. New attitude. And I love, there's a moment where they look at the reflection, the re- their reflection, and their grandfather, and their father's kind of like, oh, you look just like me. Yeah, and he's just like, why do I look like this? And he's just like, you look handsome, you look just like me. He goes, I don't look like your son. He goes, I don't look like your son. He goes, what are you talking about? You look just like me. You look just like me. And there, the grandfather reveals that, hey, I know you're not my son. Yeah. And he's like, wait, how did you know? And we've, we've known, he's kind of suspected it because when um, Inha did her research back um, in high school to prove his innocence to the class, mm-hmm. he saw the notes that she was doing and realized that, oh, he went to the library? He's yeah. reading all these books? So he's kind of been slowly knowing that this is not really my son and you're just my adopted son. Yeah. And um, he confesses to him that when he found out, he didn't say anything because he didn't want the older, uh, the brother. older brother to say anything and him to any harm to come to him. Like, he didn't want him to get kicked out or yeah. anything. So he looked after him. He continued the ruse. <laughs> oh, there's a great moment, I think, when the when um, Dalpole kind of goes, crap, or dad, you're buying me all these um, things. Like, where are you getting the money for this? He goes, I didn't say it's my money. And he walks over and all of Dalpole's like, piggy banks have been emptied. Have been and the father, the father's kind of like, oh, money's meant to be spent. Yeah, his money's meant to be spent. Oh, it was so funny. He does it again later when he buys a TV. Yeah. He goes, oh, how'd you get the money for the TV? He goes, oh, I didn't say it's my money. <laughs> <laughs> like, money's meant to be spent. I don't understand. It's so funny. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not I, part of I absolutely love the grandfather in this story. He was so hilarious. He was so good. Oh, so then now they get to um, their interviews um, for the YGN. At the same time that they are both going for this um, audition, there is another gentleman also going for this audition um, named um, Byung Jo. And we, he was actually the person who had the cell phone that Inha thought belonged to her mother. Mm-hmm. So he decided he was going to try and be a reporter too to kind of, you know, get to know Inha. And then eventually he was planning on confessing to her that, ah, I'm the one who had your mom's phone. Yeah, I guess he initially he really just wanted to apologize to her. Yeah. Yeah. 
but 13 years of, of reading people's texts, it was kind of like they were getting, uh, uh, like, like she was kind of his pen pal, because he was reading them and just not saying anything. You think so? I disagree. What do you think? I <laughs> I think it was an invasion of privacy. Pen pal? You write back to your pen pal. Yeah. No, but why would somebody do that? It's just a weird thing. It was a very weird... Okay, so apparently he said that when he started, it was just like for a joke. Yeah. And then, I think he saw how it was, I guess, He turned cathartic. into a, a, a pen pal. A you write back. Pen pal. You write back your pen pal. Okay, you your pen pal. Your pen pal. Well, I don't know why he was just listening to her business then. That's what, there's a reason why she was mad. Yeah. <laughs> he wasn't writing back. It wasn't yeah. just, like, he never wrote back. It's not but he pal. read them. He read, exactly. He basically... For 13 years. Yes, he stole that's a part weird. of her that's, life. That's weird. He's, that's a very weird. And that's why it's not a pen pal, because pen pals are weird. <laughs> but yeah, I would say this show um, brought up, I think, my favorite catchphrase that I have in life. Uh, Whereas, like, you think so? I disagree. <laughs> I say that, I didn't realize it, but I say that a lot. Uh, like, oh, you think? I disagree. And it's because of this one show that I'm, uh, I've adopted that into my lingo. <laughs> oh, it's a great, and he's, it's a great scene where um, they're all doing an audition and they have to um, tell the story and all they see is a cat and a bird fighting and they, each of them have to report what they're seeing. Like it's a news reporting. Yeah. I thought it was very interesting to, how each to of watch them? how they showed uh, the reporter, the interview process. I thought it was very interesting to see how they were tested. Mm-hmm. I thought it was very cool. I don't know if reporters are tested like that in the real world, but I thought it was very interesting to see. To see how they did it there. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I was, we should find out like, how our reporters are tested. Yeah. I'm assuming they have to do some type of screen testing like that. Yeah, probably. Um, because there was also a written a part. Yeah, there was a written part. Yeah. Then they have to do the screen, and, and then, then they, they did the debate. Debate, yeah. Um, so the screening part was funny because... There's one uh, reporter who was there on set, and then the camera woman, she was kind of like, oh, he did great. And then he would always go, you think so? I disagree. And then this <laughs> other girl would go up, and she goes, oh, that was great. He must nailed it. He goes, you think so? I disagree. And he just kept saying that the whole time until she got so fed up. She was like, yeah, yeah, I know. You disagree. He goes, oh, no, I agree with you. <laughs> I love the cadence that they did. It was so great. Yeah. I love that bit. The bit was a really funny bit. Yeah. Uh, uh, so this, so now this is all happening. And, well, we haven't jumped back to the brother. Yes. So we find out that his brother has been, you know, living his life. And he actually delivers uh, water bottles to um, to all these different buildings or businesses. Which is not what you expect for somebody who's Mensa quality. Yeah, I think he, I don't know, he just kind of stayed off the map. And it could be because of where his family was. Because of what? His family was gone, dead. Yeah, but also because of. for school anymore. That's true. But also because of the status of his family, too. Like like what people perceive his family as. Like your father ran, your father's missing. Yeah. After sending eight men, he's a murderer. Right? After sending eight people into a building and there's no one in there. So his life, which was. If you looked at the early beginnings where his father was uh, saying that they could be in Mensa because they're geniuses, now he's delivering water bottles. Mm-hmm. So you start to see 
he's living life, but the quality of life is not what it would have been. But yeah, but I would say he doesn't seem bothered. Like he no, he's like, okay. He's, he's okay. okay. Yeah, he's, he's seen. He's made peace with it. I would say. I would say I he had made peace. You with think he made life. peace, or he's just okay? He just perceived as being okay. Yeah, he seemed. He seemed okay. He seemed okay because he still looked mad when he saw that girl on that TV screen. Yeah, and that was that was five years. That was five years ago. At this point in time, yeah, he saw her five years ago on the TV. Yeah. Okay, you know what? Maybe he has made peace. Yeah. You're right. He's just living his life. He's just like, all right. You know, it's been 13 years since his brother disappeared. Yeah. Um. So yeah, maybe he's just living his life. He's just living his life. Yeah. What is now? Um. So yeah, there was a moment that oh, it's a great scene. Like I didn't expect it was coming up where he's out eating at one of his coworkers and they're at a bar. Um. Having um intestine, what are they having? Intestines and soju or pigs, pig stomach. Sunday. Sunday, they're having Sunday. Yeah, which is. Oh, they're having Sunday and pigs. (laughs) Okay, yeah. (laughs) Anyways, they're enjoying. He's out front with his friend, enjoying himself, and the table next to him. Yeah. And then we, as audience, are like, "Oh, hold on! I know those that gentleman." Beside him at the table at the same bar is the site manager who told the police that his he told the his father not to go into the building and he went in anyways. Yeah. So, okay, the site manager is there and he's talking with the same two colleagues that set that fire and bounced. Yeah. And they are there revealing that he lied, finally revealed that he lied to the cops about him, about you telling the gentleman that there was no one in there. Yeah. And the son is hearing this from the table beside them. Yeah. And you're like, oh no, oh Finally, he finds out, and he kind of runs after them to try, and, but, they, but he loses them. Yeah. But he's kind of like, oh my, he finally knows the truth of that his father was, like, his, your father was wrong, yeah. but now it's just like, oh, no, this is how wronged my father was. Yeah. And it all started with this gentleman's lie. Yeah. So he now knows, and he has found out um, just how dangerous, how, just how the severity of, like, I- Lying, it was mm-hmm. that destroyed his family. Yeah. So yeah. So his um quote unquote perceived getting over it reared up a little bit. The fire just started uh, wow. igniting again with the fire. <laughs> we gotta bring it back. Yeah. They're in a place. Yeah. The fire started raging. Oh like, yeah. Yeah. It wasn't a spark. It mm-hmm. was like if there was a spark left, it started to rage inside of. And this is why we're talking about this now because then he also takes a job on the demolition of that factory that that where the fire and explosion happened. Yes. And at the same time of him as he is finding out that finding out that it wasn't his father whose fault. Yes. Like everybody said. Yes. He also finds out that not only was his father um, lied and. Uh, victimized yeah, or vilified. vilified in the media, but they also found his remains. Found his remains at the site. At the same at the site, and while um, Dalpo is doing his um, interview, they get to this debate discussion of um, you know a case, and they start the case they decide to use is that case from thirteen years ago, that fire scandal. Yeah. So you start to see Dalpo's face turn Drop. from. Um, nine and three to like, oh my gosh, like, what's nine and three? Like, smile. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I 
I've never heard that before. Yeah, just something like totally, totally. Like he kind of went pale. He's like, oh, yeah. Because now they're the. He's like reliving his. Yeah, past. it went to like seven and five. Oh, okay, yeah, and yeah. then. <laughs> and then on top of that, yeah, he's reliving his what happened to him and his family. Then they decide, someone asks a question. They're like, oh, did they ever find find out where that guy was? Yeah. Where the fireman was? Yeah. And they go, actually, um, they just two days ago, remains. they found his remains. So now Dalpo is in the interview discovering that his father's body was, has, found. was found and has been there for 13, 13 years. years. Yeah. In this interview, him trying to get a job. Yeah. Understandably, he lost it. Like, he... He, I, don't, I don't even think he lost it. He did. I think he lost it. He lost his I think, no, I think considering what he just found out, if that was losing it, it was the most contained he losing it ever. He started loosening his tie, like, like breathing started to get a little hard. Yeah, but he didn't lose it like his brother. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. No one can lose it like that. <laughs> but he was visibly affected. Very affected. I him. thought... Considering the circumstances, even though he was affected, I thought he did a really good job of holding down his emotions. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. Because I don't think I could have responded that way. Actually, you know what? I'm lying. I disagree. Because, and I'm not just saying that for the effect. Okay, okay. <laughs> I disagree because there's, he, I feel like he took it too far. One, He took a step too far. And we can discuss this. Okay, so, okay. so what happened is they're in the debate. They yes. find out the story. They start to develop the story. They start to say their opinions on the story. Yes. And they find out, okay, yeah, Pinocchio was a witness and all this and yada, yada, yada. Inha speaks up and says something to the effect of, oh, I think it's, I think it's no one's fault. The police, what were they to do? The, the witness was a Pinocchio and the Pinocchios cannot lie. So I just think it's no one's fault. What else was the media supposed to do? They had to believe the Pinocchio. Galpo didn't go down well. He, he got upset. Her- he got upset about her comment. Yeah, got quote unquote upset. Uh, yeah, he he got upset about her comment. He was he was livid. Okay, he was livid. Yeah. He like to the point where he forgot who she was for a little bit. Like he just saw her mom. I, I, I honestly, that's how I feel. Like how he spoke was like he was just saw her mom. Yeah, and he just kind of laid into her and said that no one's fault. <laughs> and he started going like. No, they spun the story in a way to make it look like his fault. And only be- and because the Pinocchio was a witness, they didn't do any type of investigation. They just took the person's word for it, and the person was wrong. Yeah. I thought he was just honest. I thought, was, I'm telling you, this is this is this listen, is he was, he was He was honest, but yeah. then he took it one step further where he goes, and if this is the moment and the reason why, I think, I don't think a Pinocchio should ever be a reporter. It's a mistake. Stared in her dead in her eye and said it. Yeah. And then she replied, was that directed at me? And you see, I didn't have a problem with this at all. <laughs> I thought it was rightfully for him to say that. But it's like, okay, think about... He took it far. Think, think about what he took in in a space of two minutes. You're saying that... That's cul- the culmination of his mini explosion in comparison was so small. It could have been a whole lot worse than that. I don't think him just saying, I don't think a Pinocchio should be a reporter, even though it was bad because Ina is a Pinocchio. Mm-hmm. I think even in that statement that he was so composed 
that I had to commend him. You know what? He did say it eloquently. He did. So, yes, he was composed, but... You know what I mean? He, he, but this is the reason why he was kind of like, he's talking to her as if she should, she knows the truth. Yeah. But she has no clue. Mm-hmm. So she doesn't know the connection. No. But the way he, the way he's taken that hurt from her is kind of like, how, how is it that you're saying all this? You, like, like he feels like she should know. Yeah. Well, it's not what's she, she, she doesn't know, it. she doesn't know the true story of what happened to him. But at that moment, those words were the wrong... That was like putting that um, lighter fluid on somebody who was, like, simmering inside. And she's just like, oh, well, you know, the time... And toss, and toss the match. Oh, well. <laughs> oh, well. Oh, She's what I had to get through in my life. I got here, and it turned out to be... So even I though she started all of this. Yeah, and even though she didn't know the story... The fact that she was so nonchalant in the way she said that. Well, okay, I wouldn't say she was nonchalant. She kind of said it like matter of factly. Well, he matter of factly said, she you should never be a reporter. You should never be a reporter. After she said, well, any anybody could make a mistake. <laughs> He's like, what the? What? Oh, gosh. That's how I saw it. That's how I saw it. I thought, I thought and and she was just saying it because based on the situation, she doesn't know the backstory. Mm-hmm. But he him getting that download in those three minutes, the small bit of blazing that she got is so mild that I didn't think it was so bad. I thought he took it far when he was just like, You should never be a like he and said, I think a Pinocchio Pinocchio should, never, should never. never be a reporter. Yeah. But the way he said it, he was like literally looking her dead in her eyes. Uh-huh. And she was kinda like, Wait, is that are you saying that to me? And everyone's just like, because it was a blind edition, so they no one knows that she's a Pinocchio. Yeah. They know there's a Pinocchio there. around, but they don't know who it is. Yeah. And they were like, hey, wait. All right. So she failed that interview on her own. Okay. Let's so, just say, because she so you agree. exposed herself. You agree. You think it's She was an fault. epic fail because okay, she was okay. an epic fail. Okay. So this is where I think we're going to disagree then. Okay. You think. She failed that interview on her own? Yes. Absolutely not. Yes. <laughs> I disagree. I yes. disagree. She didn't because fail it on her own. No, listen, let me tell you something. Because this, he said that I don't think Pinocchio should ever be a reporter. She could have said, oh, well, that's your opinion. <laughs> Nobody, no, think about this. Nobody knows I'm a Pinocchio. Why am I going to expose myself in the interview as being a Pinocchio? Whether he's looking at me or not, he didn't say, you are a Pinocchio. Okay, listen. She exposed herself. No, this is the thing is, you say that directed at her, and she goes, she, she's like, are you directing that at me, right? Even at that moment in time, he could have said, no, I'm saying, I don't think a Pinocchio should be yeah, a thing. But she never should have said, are you directing but, that at me? Okay. But she knows he was directing that at he her. said that and looked straight dead in her eyes, everyone was kind of getting suspicious. And then someone, one of the one of the persons, the judges, one of the managers of uh-huh. the station, looked at her and said, "Hey, are you a Pinocchio?" Yeah. And as a Pinocchio, she cannot lie, and yes. she had to say, "Yes, I'm a Pinocchio." Yes, but so I don't yes, think that failing was no, on her own. I think the failing was that on was her a, because I'm telling you, she wasn't crafty. Listen, that she was, wasn't crafty. That was an after assist. failing twenty three times. That, that was an assisted failing. Somebody says. 
makes a comment. It's heated. I agree, right? And then they, she goes, are you directing that at me? That's like saying, I am a Pinocchio. That's like flashing lights saying, I'm a Pinocchio. I'm a Pinocchio. But she should have learned... No, if no, she no. wanted the job, she should have just no, let he, that he, slide. That was an assistant failing. He absolutely led that to that point. Because her just saying, are you directing that at me? People could have been like, wait, wait, are you just you're just accusing her? Like, she's asking her, are you just accusing me of this? Would they have thought of that if she didn't say out loud? Think about it. Yes, after are he you said, directing after he said it. Me? Yes, after he said that. And this is why I think a Pinocchio should never be a reporter. When he said that and looked her dead in her eyes, they were kind of, kind of getting like, Whoa! Wait, are you are you saying she's he, a Pinocchio? No, but he could have been saying that because she said she didn't think the Pinocchio was at fault because he was just answering her, what she said. So she gassed herself out. She was like, "That was uh, an yeah. assist. That was an assist. Not an assist. Absolutely she assisted assist. herself to the kibosh. No, nope. she that was an assist. <laughs> she kiboshed her own self. He said that knowing she couldn't lie about it. He's she's a Pinocchio. He said he said all that, and he knows that she can't lie her way out of it. I don't, I don't, I, I'm still on downpour with this. No. I think that she, she failed that on her own merit. No. That if was she was clever, failure. if she used facts. You know what, you know what, you know what, clever? She, you know? she would have been able to get her way Yeah, and you know what, fact, what cleverness and impact have in common? Bending the truth, which she can't do because she's a Pinocchio. Listen, it was an assisted failing. She, she got help with that. He okay. helped her lose that job. But, and, and then doubled down. What she said was dumb. And then when she left, he doubled down. down. Oh, oh, that's too unfortunate. That would have that made me mad. I'm like, it what? made me mad too. But she didn't say like her to say. Oh, oh. And then he went home and doubled down. When she met him, she was, I'm not upset you got the job. She's just like, you know, we're in the end of we're in the debate setting. So you did do what you're supposed to do. And he turned and said, Oh no no, I don't think you should be a reporter. I just want you. To, Make that clear. It didn't have to do with the debate. You shouldn't be a reporter. See, okay, that's where I say he was just stating his opinion. And if you think, <laughs> <laughs> and if you think he went too far, I agree with that. Because, but he was saying I was serious about what I said. Yes, but listen, he he went he went far. Yeah, he could have went further, but he didn't. I, I still think he was very. Oh, respectful. you think he held back? He held back. I think so. Oh, I don't think so. He didn't he say, ready. it's because of your mama. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> this thing happened to me and you're it's just your like your mama. mama. It's your mama's fault. He didn't fault. get into no your mama jokes or nothing like that. I don't think you would call this a joke. That's just okay. talking about his But I know, but seriously. Your mama. I, I think, ba- like, based on the things that happened in that moment, mm-hmm. his attitude and how he reacted, I think, were stellar. Because anybody else would have took it to the nth degree of how they even treated her. Oh, I do want to do that. I want to do a side note. Yeah, but I love her hiccup acting. Acting. She is a fantastic actress. And the hic- the hiccuping just it so seems authentic. Yes, yeah. subtle and it sounds seems authentic. Like oh, she's really hiccuping. Yeah. No, you some people get a hiccup and it sounds fake. Yeah. No, like it just really was just subtle. I liked it. Her acting was great, but I love her hiccup acting a lot. Uh, okay, there's a one moment where she goes through her stages of grief. <laughs> and uh one of the one of the stages is her ang- with anger and uh okay, this it grows. So, it so let's just gag. let's just state she didn't get the job. <laughs> <laughs> and let's just make that clear. She yeah. she kiboshed the interview, oh. she didn't get the job. She actually walked out of the interview and didn't finish the debate and she lost the job. Well she lost the job. Okay, so anyways. 
she walks out of the interview. She doesn't get the job. And so now you see a split scene of waking up in the morning, Dal Pole getting ready for work with his new happy hairstyle, his fancy shoes and suit and looking good. Mm-hmm. And then you see Inha in her sweater and her pants. And she's now got a part-time job at a convenience store. However, part-time jobs are usually for college students. And she hasn't been in college in about five, six years. So now, talk about her No, her anger. Like, she's angry that she's sad, she's crying, that she's, like, angry at Dalpo. There's a moment where she takes his toothbrush and puts it in the toilet. Oh, yeah, that was... I, I, I was about to gag because I was just like, she left that bathroom. He walked in and he was about to brush, about his, to brush his teeth with that. Yes. And she luckily took it through the garbage. I didn't know if she was coming back, but I was about to ready to gag because that was disgusting. So she was clearly upset, but yeah. not really voicing her, her feelings well. And also at that moment in time, she also found out or revealed that she is in love with him. Because she's like, why, like, she goes, why is it more, why is it affecting me more because he's the one who said it, who said it. Yeah. And, um, she's kind of like, oh, it's because I have feelings for him. And she can't, she's been hiccuping for like a day and a half. And you know what? It's hard to be a political life of a Pinocchio. Oh, it's you, terrible. You can't hold secrets. Oh my goodness. Maybe your own secrets. Yeah. And she actually had to tell him, so she would stop hiccuping, had to tell him how she felt about him. Yeah. And had to say, uh. Yeah, I'm I I'm in love with you, and I as this is why I'm hiccuping, and this is what it was I couldn't say for all this time, and this is kind of come from a gentleman who who is in love with her as well. Yeah, and actually his um older his older brother or his quote unquote younger brother, her dad, yeah. um found out about how he has feelings for her. Yeah, and he promised that he wouldn't act on these feelings. Yeah, because she's technically on his, paper she's his niece. That's his niece. So that's biologically nothing. Nothing. Yeah. So it is messy. It's a messy situation. Very I messy. can understand um, why her dad would have some reservations based on that alone. Um, not to mention that he thinks his daughter's a really great catch and that any man who gets her has to be stellar quality. And he keeps telling um, Del yeah. Poe about how fantastic his daughter is and you can't just give give it to her. In my eyes, she's the loveliest and the prettiest, precious, special thing in his life. Yeah. That's what he quotes her several times. He does his voiceover when he's saying that. Yeah. It's it's always when she's at her, like, worst. worst. Yeah. Because he said it once to Del Poe. Uh-huh. And he was just like, I won't act on it. And then every time he sees her after that, doing acting not like any of those adjectives that he described. <laughs> He's so just funny. like, oh my gosh, she's embarrassed. <laughs> and on the flip side, you see Dalpo no longer has crazy hair. He's got a proper job. He's already a genius. He looks good. He's got a great job. And, you know, my daughter was working at the convenience store. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he got a job after studying for a week and um, <laughs> went in there and nailed it and got that job. So, yeah, it's, it's an interesting family dynamic. Uh, and um, actually, her mother, this lady called her mother, I should call her that, the woman formerly known as her mother. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she, so their ratings at her station are bad. Yes. They're not seen as being 
what is it? The morality scale, they're really low. Yeah. Like, people don't trust what they have to report. Because they lie. You know, MSG. Yeah. And um, what her mom decides to use, her daughter as a ploy, where she's like, well, you know what we should do? We should hire our first ever Pinocchio reporter. So I was just like, wait, what? And she's like, yeah. So we hire someone who can't lie? Our our reputation as being um, reputable and honest goes up. So she goes to her daughter at her job at the convenience store and basically tells her that, hey, um, you can be a reporter, but I just want to make sure you know the reason I'm, I'm doing this is for promotion. It's for promotional purposes. I need oh. you to be a promotional I need you to boy. be a mascot, basically. Yes. <laughs> and you know what? I'll put it, I'll give it to her mom that she didn't even lie to her. She kind of told her. Maybe she got out. some of her blood maniacness from her mom. Maybe. But yeah, her mom just told her bluntly, like, hey, this is why I'm hiring you, so don't don't get any tight, don't get it twisted. Yeah. This is the only reason I'm hiring you for. Okay, so then we are also, um, Byung Jo, he, after she walked out of the interview, he also followed her. But then we find out that his mother is the chairwoman who has shares in, um, MSC. I was called MSG. <laughs> um, MSC. And she, he's able to Due to connections, that connection, yeah, he's able to also to get a job at MSC the same time that Inha is going to start working yeah, there. Yeah, they're both interning. Interning there, yes. And um, you know, every time I see, every time I see the interaction between his mother and him, it's very strange. The first thought I have is just, I'm like, yo, this is going to be a problem for his spouse. <laughs> and I'm not knocking, <laughs> and I'm not knocking that, oh, they have such a great relationship. Yeah. I'm just saying, forever in a day, he's always going to have his mom on this esteemed pedestal. And it's like, this lady, your spouse must have to meet your mom at there at level, you know, or every day when you're in an argument or some type of disagreement, he'd be like, well, my mom, well, my mom would have made, or my mom would have done, I, I wouldn't want to be in a relationship where that is your go-to in the argument situation. Yeah. And I don't knock men, I don't knock guys having great relationships with their parents and their mom. They should. But, like, this lady is, is extreme. Yeah. She was. She's making him drinks. And then not just making it for him, but also helping him drink it. He's a grown man. He can hold a cup. Yeah. The moment when she's, like, holding the cup, she's like, okay, drink more. Drink more. Yes. That's really yeah, good. She like, she drinks like a baby. She poured all of her love into her son. It was a bit extreme. It was very extreme. Yeah. So, but yeah, she I was loved him and he loved her. About his spouse. Yeah. But yeah, his spouse might have a bit Unless the spouse wants to do that as well, then we're good. Then he's... he's well, he's got his mom for that. He can have a spouse for other things. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, maybe the spouse will, will do the same thing. I don't know. But, yeah. It was it was a uh, it was kind of like oh, this is strange, but yeah. So before she started her job, she had to com- she confessed to him about how she loved him, and it kind of was. And she actually didn't tell her family that she was going to be on TV, and they actually had to see her in a commercial. Yeah. Before they found out. Yeah. Oh oh, and this is another term. Honestly, the show has great terms. Parachutes. I so because the, the her she got the job through her connection with her mom. And then um, B.M. Joe got the connection to the, his mom, the chairwoman, owning chairs. They are known as parachutes. And the term is like nepotism, getting a job through yes. connection. Yeah. And I guess it's because cause you're attached. It's like help. A parachute helps you. I, I, I don't know. 
Where, you just kind of float into the job. You float into the job? Is that why they're called... It was just a great term, and I just thought, that's so yeah, I've heard it on other dramas. Really? Well, parachute. Oh, it's great. I love that term. It's I'm assuming term. it's because you just kind of float into the job. Oh. You just kind of get dropped into Okay. It. All right. So then now, Dal Po is starting his internship at uh, YGN, and then um, Inha started her internship at MSC. MSC. And they're doing the thing that they wanted to do, which is both be reporters, but they figured it might be at the same place. So it's interesting, because now they're rivals. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Dalpo has made it very clear that he doesn't think she should be a reporter, and now she's working for the rival station. With her mom. who he With her mom, who he despises. despises. Um, oh, this is a great connection that... Um, so now Dalpo is working at this, at YGN. So YGN, the news desk chief, Wang, he was also the PD for the um, game show that he was on five years ago. Mm-hmm. And he left a really strong impression on this chief Wang because when Dalpo saw him, he was kind of like, oh no, it's him. And he, did, he goes, yeah. he's trying to hide and. He at first the chief didn't lead on led on to the fact of oh I know who you are and I remember you because five years ago after he did the game show and they're leaving, um, Chief Wong thought that it was he was like making a joke out of their game show and their network because he gave that win to Chan Su. He's like you gave him that win. You think you're making a mockery about what we're doing? Yes. And Dalpo told him at that moment in time he goes oh I gave him that win because I don't want to ever be near the reporters or news or TV ever again. I think you guys are the lowest of the low. Do you have the quote for what he's saying? I don't, I don't have that. Ah, he's like, you, have, you are like basically slower than scum and I will never ever want to be near you or be on TV, reporters. Reporters are the worst. And then he gets and now a reporter. He's a and intern. He's, and he's his boss. And, and <laughs> Chief Wong is his boss. Yeah. And he remembers what he said. Yeah. But he doesn't let on that he remembers. Yeah. Um for a long time. But like at the same time, Don Paul's like, Oh shoot, does he remember me? And then, I think I'm fine, I think I'm safe. He doesn't seem to cl- he doesn't seem to clue on that I, I um I'm that gentleman. Uh and um uh, it leads to this great scene, and it's like a, um, a split scene between him and his brother. So his older brother, um, Jae Myung, he, he's, I, I just, I, he's just, he's terrifying to me, because I love Jae <laughs> He's terrifying to me, because, <laughs> so he finds out the truth about these men lying about his father. Now, this is after he's now found his father's body. Yes. So he um, sneakily gets a hold of um, the site manager's cell phone and then calls the site manager and says, Oh, hey, I found your cell phone. Um, if I can meet you somewhere, I can give it back to you. So the site manager meets him. And he goes, Come meet me here. My house is around this area. And they're walking down. And they're like in construction area. And I never saw this coming. It honestly surprised me. This was the best. It was so good. And then what happened is he got the site manager there, and he said, oh, okay, yeah, let's let's just head to my house, because that's where, you're, that's where um, I have your old phone. And then he kind of goes, or it's his wallet. I can't remember what he stole from. I think it's his phone. And he goes to him and goes, oh, wait, I forgot my cell phone, though. Can I, I need to make a call. Can I borrow your cell phone? Yeah. 
And he kind of goes, oh, okay, yeah, sure. So I guess he had, like, this loaner phone or got a new phone after his phone got missing. And he starts to lead him down this pathway. And they're heading towards, um, there's a newspaper on the floor, and they're walking, and they're walking. And then once um, the sightmander gets towards this newspaper, he automatically just drops. And you're like, oh, my God. So the newspaper was covering a manhole. And open manhole. An open manhole. Then Jim Young grabs the cover of the manhole and locks the man down there. And not only does he put the cover on the manhole, he then um, starts to tell him, oh, the reason why you're in there is because I found out what you said about my dad. So just like how you defamed his character, um, I actually killed your friends. And now everybody's going to think that you killed them because... um, uh, because they owed you money, and you're going to die down here by yourself, but nobody's going to know. They're going to think you're going to be on the run for years, because you know what? Nobody's coming to build on this site anytime soon. And then he by decides... By the time they find you, it'll be too late. By the time they find you, it'll be too late. And your family's going to think that you're a liar and a murderer and a cheat. And they're going to have to deal with the situation and the replications because of it. So he basically gave him the same medicine that he had to deal with with his family. And then after he makes that statement, he just very coolly starts to take bricks and put them on top of the manhole. I said, this is brilliant. I said, I've never seen this this kind of crazy before. It's crazy on a different level. But so it's the genius in him coming out. That's so clever. Right? Yeah, How clever was, was that? It was clever and scary. Like, it's but He's so scary. clever. Let's not harp on the cleverness. I just it's thought it was terrifying. Clever writers. Clever. <laughs> it was, he, and because it's so weird because he's always smiling. He's a calm, he's a calm demeanor. Yes. And then all of a sudden he just goes, yeah, this is why I'm doing this. Yeah. This is why you're locked down here. Yeah. Because your family is going to. They're going to wonder where you are as well. And they're going to think that you ran away from home. Yeah. And that you killed your friend because you don't want to pay them back money. Yeah. It's, <sighs> it's, I thought it was absolutely great. And this is the beginning of his redemptive tour of how I'm going to pay you people back for your nonsense. And that's the first, the first steps that we get to see of his uh, revenge tour. So I would say with this revenge, what they did, what they did such a great job of doing so, um, of connecting the stories between the brothers. Yeah. Um, Dal Poe, along with all the other interns, they were traveling, they were checking out all the hospitals, uh, police stations, uh, where they would have to do reporting at, and then they went to a morgue, and they had this body who was burnt. Yes. And this burnt body, we find out, was actually one of the two gentlemen that, that the, his, his brother, brother killed. killed. Yeah. That's how they connected, but you just saw the body, and yeah. and you can only tell because I guess he burnt his hand one yeah. time, yeah. and you see the burn marks on. I thought that was clever. I'm like, oh, that's the same body. I didn't expect it that the cases would be connected. So clever. And then on top of that, to wove, they also wove in the story between the two brothers confronting, um, like you know how they're going to get their revenge. Yeah. So at the same time, his brother is dropping people down manholes. <laughs> Are like 
when the manhole man is asking, like, oh, who you, who are you? Dal Poe in the office at the reporting station is answering, and it, like, makes sense. Yeah. They do, like, um, he goes, oh, what's your, uh, he goes, oh, who are you? And then he goes, oh, I'm the firefighter's son. Um, um, I want you to know how my father felt. And then he, he and then Dal Poe's kind of like, oh, I'm, a, I'm the firefighter's son. I lost a family and name because of reporters. Yeah. And then he goes, they were wrongly accused. And they're both seeking revenge in, in two different, different ways. Yeah. Like one of them, <laughs> one of them is murder, straight up murdering people. Yeah. And the other one's just like, I'm going to just expose this story and I'm going to tell my father's story and get him like, get it back into the, you know, back to the forefront of like how he wronged he was. Yeah. And clear his name. But it's clearly nature versus nurture, right? Because his brother, I think, is even more angry because he has lost the most. Mm-hmm. In his mind. You're right. And Dalpo, Dalpo he, he's been nurtured. He was in a, he, he was had, nurtured. He found a new family. He found a new family. Yeah. And didn't look back. Mm-hmm. So he had a, he had a lot, lot more love in his life than his brother did. His brother's been alone for 13 years thinking my whole family's dead. That's true. Or assumed dead or presumed dead or missing. And it's just me here. And then you find out that these guys lied. And the reason why my life is this, the reason why I'm delivering water bottles for a living, the reason why my dad's not there, my brother's dead, my my, fa- my father's dead, my sister's dead, is because you lied? And it's not even like his lie, if he told the truth, that anything really bad would have happened to him. He could have just said, I thought they were in there. It mm-hmm. was a mistake. I don't think he would have went to jail for that. No. For making a mistake. No. The vengeance was warranted. I agree. Yeah. I, I just the way he, he went was, about it was genius. It it was, it was and you know what? It was Mensa level genius, which is what it is. It was Mensa genius. It was genius. And yeah. just even the small fact of him taking his phone. Yeah. You know, so he can't call anyone. Yeah. Also, so that later on he can leave breadcrumbs for the cops that are looking for him. Yeah. Turn he turns his phone on every one day he's in a crowded crowded space. To make it seem like, make he's, it still seem like he's still alive. He's still alive. On the, and turns it off. And, oh, that it was genius. Yeah. It was a well-thought-out plan. I had to commend him for that. Not to say I'm promoting people throwing uh, people down in manholes. But the writer, good on ya. <laughs> it was a, it was a great scene. Yeah. I never I saw never that expected that. I never, I never saw it. that coming. It shocked me. I thought he was going to beat him up or something. I don't know what he was going to do, but I wasn't expecting that. All of a sudden, he was in a, in a hole. I was like, what? what? He just popped. He was yeah. like, Phew. I thought that was so great. Not expecting that at all. I think I watched that scene with my mouth open. Like, did that that just just happen? Yeah, it was fantastic. Oh, and then, okay, this is a... So then now they're doing their full intern training. And they do this thing called uh, Marangui, which is like a week where they go and they're stationed at, like, hospitals, um, police officers, in certain areas, certain districts, um, police stations. And... The way they introduced this was great. So three, they go like back three days where it took three days for an intern to look disheveled. So yeah. he walks in all like, "Hey, I'm new. Take care of me. I'm new. I'm new to the new intern station at um who's stationed at this police station. Take care of me." And then the guy comes, some guy who they look, they look like dirty. They have a bathed, they have a shower, their hair is messed up. Yeah. They look tired, worn out. And he kind of walks in and he goes. Oh, this must be your first smile on me. And he goes, then it jumps three days later, and Don Polo's showing up. 
and to the same station saying, oh, I'm new in town, take care of me. And that young boy, who we saw just a while ago looking all great, come, looks even just as the like shovel. Like a zombie, Looked yeah. like a zombie, like the rest. And he's just like, oh, this must be your first sweet time. And <laughs> it was so funny how hard a week they have because they're not allowed to go home. They sleep. All sleep inside this break room at the police station. And are just waiting for waiting a story. Waiting for a story. So they can report back. Yeah. That's like some grunt work reporting, right? Mm-hmm. Ugh. Uh, there's a scene. Yo, yeah, so when they show the break room. Oh, I was disgusted. <laughs> so we find out. So actually, their old classmate, Chang Su, is now a detective. Yeah. At the station that... that so Inha is also stationed at the same place as Dao Po. And they're both now working, rival stations, working on the same cases. And they meet their old childhood childhood friend, Chang Su. Yeah. Uh, and he's talking about how, oh, yeah, let me show you guys where the break room is, the part room is. It's top notch. It's one of the best, I think, in my opinion. <laughs> and they walk to the room. And before they even show the audience the room, we see their faces. Yeah. And Everyone's faces dropped. They're just like, oh, like in horror of like, what are we watching? Right? What are we seeing? Right? How? And then we see this one girl in the room, right, typing on her t- on her laptop. She kills a cockroach. Oh, co- no! All these cockroaches are everywhere. Then she, yeah, she kills a cockroach and then continues eating her snacks. Rubs, and rubs the rubs the residue off of her hand and then continues to put that same hand, yeah, in her little cheese cheese puffs. Continues eating and eats. I just relaying right now. I feel like I want to. <laughs> it was so disgusting. It I was so I, gross, but so funny. It was funny, but at the same time, really gross. Yeah. And everyone's just like, "Oh my gosh, this yeah. is where we have to stay for the next week." So it's very interesting because right, right away, fresh-faced uh, Dalpo and Inha have an in because they have their friend from high school who's working there. So, uh, Dalpo tries to use that to his advantage right away because um, he starts to ask him to give him some news stories, newsworthy stories that mm-hmm. he can report on. And uh, at that moment, he is reporting a case, um, two cases. Uh, the one, the first case that he gives him is about, I think it's about a woman who. Yeah, who's working. Oh, who's working out. Yes. And she falls off the treadmill and dies. Yes. And at the same time, he's also working a case where... Um, he's actually working the manhole case. He's actually working the manhole case as well. Yeah. <laughs> he's working that gentleman, the missing gentleman's missing. Case, trying to find, track him down where yes. he is. And uh, so if we go back to the case on the lady who died after um, working, overexerting herself in the gym. Yeah. Um, so both, both of the teams are working. So... Um, Dalpo is working with um, Yu Ray, who was also an uh, intern, and uh, she used to be this obsessed fan, I think, uh, of a famous uh, pop star or actor, I can't remember. Yeah. And she is, well, she's very, like, quick on listening. Like, she goes by the door, she's like, okay, you guys need to speak up, but you can't hear anything. Like, has cups near the door, so she can hear and spy things. Doesn't she have a stethoscope to Does she? Yeah. Yes, you're to right. Oh, she is prepared. She's, like, prepared. She wants to get she the She can get the scoop. Um, so, yeah, both of them are working at YGN, and then we got Byungjo and Inha working at MSC, and they're both working this case. They both get put on this case. They think this could be something. 
um, while they're investigating, they're able, um, they're not allowed to get a uh, tape of her, the recording of her working out. So at first the case is, or the story is that, oh, she overexerted herself to try and get into shape. And that that's how they're going to run their story about the dangers of extreme dieting. Yes. And then... Yenaha digs a little further yeah. and finds out that the reason why she was actually um, dieting was to give her daughter a kidney transplant mm-hmm. or a liver transplant. Liver. And one of them. Yeah. A, I think it's liver. I think she liver, had jaundice. Yeah, a liver um, transplant. And so they missed a key part of the story. Mm-hmm. And when MSN found out um, that they didn't have the full story. Oh. They said, let's wait for YGN to report their story. and then we'll Incorrectly. Come, incorrectly. And then we'll come and we'll save that to the end so that people will get the full story. Guess whose idea that was? Huh. Chief Sung? Yeah. Oh, she's just like, instead of having them scramble, we should have them report the wrong story. Yes. So it'll help us with ratings. Yes. And it does help them with ratings. Yeah. Because they were... Um, like Seven? 14, 14 points below them, and yes. I think um, I, I and, and they raised. They still didn't come out number one. No, they they, they raised up. Raised they were lot. raised by six, six or seven, six points. for six points, and then um, what is it? YGN decreased six points. Yeah. So like they literally took their viewership. Yes, they did. And um, Dalpo is um is you know gutted by the fact of. That he he helped assisted and didn't do good at reporting. Yeah. So I think it was it was not on him. Affected yeah, him because he was he so adamant about yeah. the fact that if he reports the news, he's going to report it well and truthfully. Yes. And he basically, in his mind, became no better than Chief Song. Yeah. Because he didn't report the truth. Yeah, he, and he basically just quit. Yeah. He ran away. He ran away. And you know what's very similar is that. Um, Chief Wang, the reason why he was the PD at that game show because he ran away. So after his father, 13 years ago, that whole case happened where his mom and his mom committed suicide. Mm-hmm. It made Chief Wang reflect on the fact of being a reporter and he left the job. And then actually that speech that Dalpo gave him five years ago brought him back. Yeah. Because he was at that point, moment in time, he was at the same level as um, Chief Song. I never understood why he was only the news desk chief. Yeah. Um, so that's why he left the job and then he came back. He left the industry almost. Oh, yeah. Like the news industry. He left the news industry. He was still doing it. He was still working in media. Media. But not in news. Okay, so then now he returned after being away for such a long time. <laughs> um, and you know what? At the same time, in-house is so... She's looking forward to She's like, ah, she I'm going to rub, rub it in his face. Yeah. And then, as he never returned, she kind of get more a little more concerned. And then when she when he did finally return, she was sick. And then she was trying to stay away from him because she didn't want him to get sick. And then when she finally got the nerve, when she got better, she's like, "All right, now I'm gonna rub it in your face." He goes, "You were wrong." And he goes, "Yeah, you're right." He goes, "You're correct." And then it was like he kept conceding, yeah. so it kind of took the oomph out of like took her, her took her sail took the, the the wind out of her sail. Yes. <laughs> So I really wanted to stick it to you, and you're just kind of like, yeah, you're right. You're right. Say everything. You're yeah. right. Correct. I'll hear everything you have to say because you're right. Yeah. It took, it was, it was really funny because you're just like, man, you, you were waiting a few days for yeah. a week. Yeah. And he just came back and was kind of like, you're correct. You're absolutely correct. So he did. Took the wind out of her sail. Um, so yeah, but so then on his return, he, um, is trying to look for a case. So he goes to Chang Su and is just like, 
hey, give me one of your harder cases. I want to try and get a good story. So he kind of, Chang Chu basically tells him about the manhole case that he's working on. Yeah. And um, how he got the phone records from this gentleman's phone. And so, as Auntie Marcy mentioned earlier, him and his brother has been like miss slight, miss, missing each other throughout the season, the show. So, um, a gentleman, an old gentleman, <laughs> ran his car into his brother's truck. And to help the old gentleman, he goes, Can you go away? You can take off. You can leave. I'll just stay here and I'll take the pay for this damages that you did yeah. cost. And so, he's been trying to meet up to change, exchange money. And every time he's supposed to meet him, he says no. Or his friend goes, yeah, you need to get payment for your truck. So his yeah. friend will go meet him and leave. And the audience thinks that, oh, finally the brothers are going to meet. But they never meet. So he has his brother's phone, but he doesn't number. And he doesn't know he has his brother's phone number. So when he gets the phone records of the um, site manager, the site manager who's stuck in a manhole. Yeah. He recognizes, he has a photographic memory, so he's able to see it once and remember it. And he recognizes one of the numbers. He goes, I know this guy. Oh, I hit his bumper. He goes, oh, this is suspicious that I that this guy's on here. He's the last phone number he called. Yeah. So then he goes to meet this gentleman. He goes, oh, under the guise of, oh, I'm going to pay you the rest of the money I owe you for the, to repair your bumper. But it was really to, to look into this story. Yes. So then now he goes, meets this gentleman, who's his brother. And as he starts to get closer to him, he's just like, oh, he looks, my gosh, he looks familiar. Oh, my God, he looks really familiar. Oh and then gosh, his brother introduces him. Yeah, he goes, "Oh, I am. Uh, I'm. I'm key. I'm key, Jamie Young." And he goes, "Oh snap, that is my brother." Friend. And then because he knows who the site manager is, he knows that the site manager falsely accuses his father. Yes. Right. Yeah. So now he knows that who the guy who is who are who are dead. Yeah. Are connected to his father's and case. He and he starts fire. to get a sinking feeling. Yes. That his brother has done something, has done something horribly wrong. And at this moment, I want to ask you, what would you do? Because when he's, um, Jamie Young is holding his hand out for introduction, um, Dal Po says, oh, I'm Cho Dal Po. He doesn't introduce himself as his brother. Yes. Do you understand why he did that? And what would you have done if you were in his position? Um, would you have I, revealed yourself? I probably would have revealed myself. You would have? Yeah. I would not. I would agree. With I would not. I, I haven't seen my brother in 13. No, but you, under the circumstances of what, like, at this moment in time, you're like, hold on. I think my brother killed someone. Yeah. But he wasn't there. His reason for seeing his brother wasn't because he killed somebody. His reason for seeing him was just as a guy who was returning the phone. No, it wasn't. He, he no, 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 no. I mean, he was, he was suspect. But if he had just said, oh my gosh, I'm returning your phone and I happen, you're my brother. I don't think he, he would have. I don't think he would have. Wait, how? That, that it was suspect. Like her, his brother wouldn't have found that thing. Would, no, I, I know. Just, okay, I know what you're trying to say. You're trying to say that his your brother, brother wouldn't have thought that he's anything of it. Yeah. Yes. But I wouldn't have because I I am investigating and I know the severity of like the fact that you are my brother and who I think this person is. Yeah. I would not have. I would not have said. I would have done what Dal posted. It. I would have said. Hi, my name is Cho Dampo. Dampo. Okay. I would well, never understand my lie. name is Ki Ham Young. He didn't lie. If he was a Pinocchio, he wouldn't hiccup. <laughs> he technically, that is his adopted name. Yeah. But I would have given the adopted name too, because I had to feel out who this guy I now would have to. Yeah. yeah. It he was, hasn't seen his brother in a long time. Yeah, and this is the circumstance that I'm meeting you? 
Yeah, I would have. And then at the same time, he's seeing cops in this crowd, and he's like, "All right, let's go." Not only cops, but his, his friend who lent him, who who is looking for him. Yeah, and he knows he's working that his case. Yeah. So yeah, I probably would have met with him, and I would have said, I would have introduced myself as my adopted name. Okay, I would put that. Why do you think he did it? Because the reason I think he did it only shock and fear. Shock. And he wanted to find out what. And he wanted to figure out true. what happened. Yeah. And that would have given me time. Yeah. Because, yeah, that would have given me time. Because I need to figure out what happened. And going to the... Because, like, now at this point in time, you are, like... My brother has killed three people. Has killed two people. I know of for sure. Well, you don't know for you sure. You don't know for sure. You have this sinking feeling, though. That something's gone. So I would have wanted to wait and said, let me see... Let me see what, what's happening. What's going on. Yeah. And well, that's why he did a cautious thing. Very cautious, and you know, correct because <laughs> yeah, that's dangerous. I would have you. You. You think your brother's a murderer at this point? He thinks his brother's a murderer at this point in time. Yeah, which is why I think he didn't say anything. Okay, so now, so his, so we know, we know as audience that his brother's a murderer. But then there's this event that happens, whereas in they're trying to get the story. The story that they have to get is um. Uh, people with ice and cleaning up ice and slipping of ice. And um, um, MSC is on site at one of these locations where they're seeing people fall and slip. Yeah. And on the same road, there is, they're watching this one young boy cross the street. And they're like, oh, he has a crutch. Oh, he definitely might fall because he he's on crutches and that's slippery. And at the same moment in time, there's a, there was a traffic stop by a cop with this gentleman, truck driver. And the truck driver, um, instead of going with the cops that he's supposed to, he jumps back in his car and there's like a big old car chase scene mm-hmm. of him trying to escape from cop, which I don't think how he thought that was going to be successful, mm-hmm. but he tries to escape from the cops and in his journey on escaping, he happens upon the same road that this young boy is crossing the street on. The truck flips on its side. Yeah, and the boy is just about to get ran over by a car. Yes, and he can't, and he falls. Like he's trying to hurry. Yeah. And he, he actually falls. falls. And Jam Young anticipates that he's about to get run over. Yeah, by he's car. on the other side of the road. Yeah. The street. So what he does is, in a moment of uh, heroism, decides to drive his water truck into the other truck so that the boy will be safe. Yes. Yeah, so, he, so it will stop the, the car from coming any further. And, uh, he is in a daze after the crash, but he manages to come out of his car and go to the boy. And he says, um, Ham Young, are you okay? Are you okay? And he's just like, what? what? I'm okay, but who's Ham Young? I'm not Ham Young. And he looks at the little boy and he's remembering um, his brother as a young, young boy, which is the last time he saw him, he was a young boy. Mm-hmm. And when he saw the young boy, it must have reminded him of his brother and how he failed to protect his brother. And so he wanted to protect this little boy who reminded him of his brother. Mm-hmm. And so... How could you put somebody in a manhole and then save someone's <laughs> life in the next breath, right? He's a very complicated fellow. I like him. You say complicated? I say he's crazy. <laughs> he's dangerous. He's he's um, he's um kind of wonky up in his he's head. He's misunderstood. Your mind, your mind, your mind works different than my mind. I, this is, I find him to be a dangerous person. He's, he's pretty close to, he's probably a sociopath. I don't think he's a sociopath. That's going too far. I think he's quite clever. 
He can be a soci- He's really close to a sociopath. He's not a sociopath. Okay, we know that he still has one more target. He may- He's upset right now. <laughs> sociopath is so... What? It's so... It's, it's, let's not put a label on it. Let's just say, let's just say he's upset right now. <laughs> okay, alright. So he's upset right now. Yeah, he's upset. Um, and so at the hospital, in house crew gets to do like a little interview with him. Yeah. And the, the cameraman who's working um, with Inhop actually worked for his mother uh-huh. years ago. And, um, so he knows the story of 13 years ago and how her mom twisted stories and made it away. Yeah. And while they're doing the interview, he kind of says who, what his name is. And the guy's kind of, the cameraman's kind of like, wait, oh no. And he knows the injustice that he, that her mother has done to him. Yeah. So while they're in the interview, she starts, she starts to ask some questions about, hey, you called the little boy, um, Ham Ham Young. Yeah. Who is that? He goes, Oh, it's my brother, it's his name. I thought it was my brother who was um who was there. And he goes, Oh, where's your brother? And he's like, Well, there was an incident that happened thirteen years ago and he's like and then I um my father was wrongly accused, you know, of committing this sin and everyone um was um attacking him and it finds it turned out that it was wasn't true. And there was this one reporter who led that charge and who really um, attacked my family and destroyed it. Yeah. And he, he kind of said something like, oh, do you want to know who that reporter is? And this <laughs> is him. He found out recently that looking at, because of the promotional ad that her and her mom did because she's a Pinocchio, the first Pinocchio reporter, there's like this big billboard or, or banner yeah. has both their faces on it. And he found out recently that she is her daughter. Yeah. The woman he hates. That's his daughter, her daughter that he's yeah. interviewing. Yeah. So she kind of asks, as says, "Oh yeah, who is the reporter?" So at this moment in time, Dalpo finds out this incident and runs to the hospital because he's just like, "Oh no, he can't know her or meet her." And the camera is just like, "Oh no, she can't find out that it's her mom that destroyed his life." And they both kind of interrupt the interview and say, "Hey, whoa, whoa, stop, stop, yeah, let's not do this interview." Yeah. And Dalpo kind of takes um, Inhao. <laughs> <laughs> to save her from like finding out like how evil your mom was, yeah, or is. Uh, so now we know as an audience this man is a murderer. He's killed two people, three, basically three people. He's slowly killing one. Maybe that person's dead. Maybe he's not dead yet. I don't know how much flesh he had on his body, but he's misunderstood. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that you're saying. He's misunderstood. Okay, carry on. Carry he's on. He's crazy. Carry on. Carry on. He's dangerous. Carry on. Anyway, so now this man is through the media is being hailed as a hero. And what's so interesting is that Chief Song is leading this charge of him being hailed as a hero. Yeah. So year thirteen years ago she destroyed his father. And now Who is innocent. Who is innocent. And now a guilty man, she is hailing him as his hero. Yeah. This man starts to have a fan base. Outside his house, people are some young girls and guys are having like posters or banners saying, "Yeah, yeah. people are wanting his autograph. autograph. People are sending him gifts. Oh. People are recognizing him on the street and talking about, oh, he's so handsome and wanting to take their pictures with him, selfies, and 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 everybody wants to know him. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's so handsome. He's a hero. So he's getting to be quite." 
popular. Meanwhile, his brother still knows or suspects. Yeah, he's a killer. He's a killer. Yeah, the cameraman from MSC. Yeah, so he actually goes to tell Chief Song that hey, yo, you need to stay away from this guy. He he's a young boy from years ago. Yeah, <laughs> I remember him. I remember him. He's a, you wronged his family. You need to stay away from him. And she's kind of like, don't worry, it's fine. I'm going to try and get this interview with him. She goes, no, I don't think you understand. You are deep. You should not be near him. It's the same dude. And I think he's upset about it. Don't you remember what you did? Yeah, so then we also see a flashback of, so Dapo thought, or Ham Young thought that his brother abandoned him and his mother. Yeah. But the truth was that um, Jamie Young, when he was younger, went to the station to the MSC station with Chief Song, it was our reporter song, and was basically saying, hey, I want to do an interview to show that my father's character and how he wouldn't do that. So he was telling a story and saying how my father, as much as I wanted to be alive, he wouldn't have left us here, and he is dead. And yeah. I'm sorry about all the death, but my father is also dead as well. And his character, he wouldn't be running out on the street. So I don't know what the Pinocchio saw, but it's not correct. Yes. And... There's a moment where he kind of yells to the camera, and once they finish doing the recording, he happens to overhear Chief Sung talk to the cameraman and say, hey, cut everything except for him yelling at yeah. the camera. And he's kind of, the cameraman's like, wait, what? That's kind of wrong. She goes, no, that's the most interesting part of it. And um, Jamie Young hears this and basically goes for the jug. Goes Literally. for the jug. He has his dad's trophy that he won. And had like a sharp point, and he basically is like he's about to stab her with it. Yes. So when the incident happened, he doesn't actually stab her, but he like stabs the wall beside her head. Yeah. He's put in jail overnight, so that's the reason why he couldn't be there for, for the, the fireworks. fireworks. Yeah. So she prevented him from the possible suicide of his family. So he's extra. Yes. Because he wasn't there to. They to, thought like he doesn't know what they thought. He, he, doesn't, know, he doesn't know what they thought, and but they just died. Mm -hmm. And especially because right before his brother died, he made him a pinky promise, promise. that he would go to see the fireworks mm -hmm. with him, right? So it was just extra, extra devastating to find out that he had died. And um, there is uh, an incident where, so now that the cameraman is like really concerned about Chief Sung, and Chief Sung is not really concerned about her life, he goes, okay, I gotta talk to her daughter. So he shows the daughter, Inha, the interview that her mom did with um, Jamie Young when he was younger. Yeah. So then she realizes, like, oh, this is, um, oh, this is the guy from the case, right? It was my mom that he hates. And then he sees that she sees an image of, like, a shoe. And she's looking at this shoe, and she's like, wow, that shoe looks really familiar. Yeah. And it's one single shoe. Yeah. And she heads home. And I think she starts to replay uh, combos in her head. And, well, um, the, the reporter started to explain when he was showing her the story, what had happened, and who the story was, mm -hmm. and what had happened. And, and when she sees the shoe, she's like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Yeah, she runs home. So she runs home because something triggers in her mind that I think that's... I think that's yeah, it. she's seen the shoe reverse. So, yeah. so what happens is there's a shoe. So the other pair of... Um, um, J um, Ham Young Shu, um, they've held on, and her grandfather has held on to you. He says it's a good omen because she's like, "Wait," he goes, "Don't get rid of it." And she's like, "Where is he? What is this shoe?" And she he kind of explained to her that 
oh, that's the shoe. That shoe is got caught. It's the reason why Dalpo got saved. It got yeah. caught in one of my nets. Yes. And I was able to rescue him. Yes. So then she's like, oh, no, Dalpo is Ham Young. Yeah. And she's just now, she's like, oh, wait, and my mom's the one who destroyed their family. Yeah. And then she kind of is like, understandably, just gets this guilt. guilt of like, and she's kind of goes to them, down Poe's just like, Did my mom is the one who destroyed your family? Are you? And she kind of explains everything to her. And all she can do is like cry and say, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm and sorry, and sorry, it's like, it's not even her fault. Like, she keeps apologizing for things. I mean, you had nothing She's to apologizing do with for, on behalf of her mother and her uh, who doesn't seem apologetic at all? And it's the first time that the family is, like, um, hearing his true story. Because all this time, he has never told them his story. He's pretended like he's forgotten. Yeah. Well, he's chosen not to talk about it. Well, yeah, he also said that he goes, is it true that his older yeah. or his younger brother, quote-unquote younger brother, yeah. her father, keeps saying, wait, is it true you don't remember who your family is? Because remember, he's yeah. trying to want to know where he comes from. Yeah. And, and who his family is. And he doesn't want to talk about it. So when he finally admits it to her, her his her uh his family, his new family, is just like, Man, you lived with us all these years knowing this and and that must have been so hurtful mm-hmm. to to live in this family, knowing who her brother is. Yeah. Uh there's and this is the thing, so how he reveals himself to his brother, very dramatic way. <laughs> they are at um She's doing a, a speaking engagement and at a university. Impact. Yeah, and she starts talking about fact versus impact. And what happens is, I think Inha to ask, talks to Dalpo and says, Hey, now you're going to have the opportunity to say everything you want to ever say to my mom. And he goes, Oh, I don't need to say anything. I already said everything I want to say to her to you. Yeah. At the, when they were doing the debate interview. So he said that I'm not going to say anything. And you as audience know that he's not saying anything because of Inha. He doesn't want to like hurt her more. Yeah. Because if, if she wasn't for her, he would have laid into that that woman. Yeah. Come at her as a wolf. Yeah. And he just said nothing. So she kind of stood up. And she took the opportunity to say everything that he said to directly to her mother. Yeah. And she she could tell that he was holding back. That's why she did it. And um, she says this. She says this line to her mother, talking about to still be talking about impact. He goes, "Are you still the journalist trash you were thirteen years ago?" And I was like, "What?" And she does this mentioning of she disses her mom. Oh, you know? yeah, she disses her mom badly. And then she also mentions something that um, Dalpo mentioned to her about how her his mom uh, wouldn't like she couldn't go to the grocery store and how. Um, every fam, no one would hang out with her. Nobody her would friends. sell her food. No one would sell her food. Yeah. And, um, so she's revealing something that only Dalpo or Ham Young or Jamie Young would know. No. Yeah. And Jamie Young actually shows up to this interview, this interview, this lecture. speaking, this lecture she yeah. has. And he, at first, because of his, the concern, the cameraman from MSC was fault tailing. Jamie Young, because he's like, I think he's going to do something dangerous to Chief Sung. So yeah. they're tailing him, but he loses that tail because he notices them following him. Yeah. This is why civilians shouldn't be tailing people. You gotta <laughs> stay two car lengths behind, and you gotta switch lanes. Don't always stay in the same lane as that person. Yeah. Or wait a little bit before you change lanes. It's 
you know, it's phone someone one-on-one. And, I, and, I, and I'm not saying this because I've done it before. I was just going to ask you, have you done this before? I watch a lot of movies and TVs. And this is, a, this is the mistake that people make. You're too close. So he notices the tail, loses it. And so um, Byung Jo was with the reporter, uh, was with the cameraman. And he's just, he had to call Dal Poe and say, hey, are you with um, Chief Sung? Because... Uh, we're tailing um, Jamie Young, and we lost him. Mm-hmm. And we think he's going to go after her. Yeah. So now his brother gets kind of concerned because he's just like, oh, his list is not done. He didn't want to stop at killing three people. He's probably going for her. But then he knows that his brother is actually following Inha. Yeah. So then he races up there. And the reason why the brother's following Inha because Inha reveals something that only him or his brother knew about. Yeah. So he's kind of like, how did you know this secret? Yeah. How did you know about this? Who told you about this? Yeah. And he kind of drapes her up by the collar. Like, who told you? Why did you know? Yeah, I and thought he was going to kill her at that point. I sure did, too. Because, again, we've seen him kill three people. Yeah. But you think he's such a great guy. Misunderstood? He's, he's, he's misunderstood. Not misunderstood. He's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and he's uh, upset. He's rightfully upset. Yes, he's upset. But the Galpo is also upset. He's okay. not murdering anyone. Carry on. Carry on. <laughs> I agree. What was your phrase? No. You think so? I disagree. You think so? I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, but so, Dalpole gets there, and he has to, in this heated moment, has to reveal that I'm your brother. She heard it from me. Yeah. And he's just kind of like, after this enraged about, honestly, it looked like he was about to murder someone. Yeah. This is why I think he's a psychopath, because he goes and says, they go out to have a tea. No, pizza. Yeah. You probably never had pizza. Because it's the reunion of the <laughs> brothers. Of course you have to have pizza. He literally just saw him about to attack or kill someone. He's upset. <laughs> and misunderstood. <laughs> Can you tell I like this actor? Oh! I, okay. If we're talking in terms of character, he is a psychopath. In terms of this actor playing this role, amazing. amazing. <laughs> because he's able to... And you know what? At the same time, though I'm saying he's I'm, a I'm rooting for him. As a viewer. I'm not rooting for him. I'm rooting for him. But I would say that, yeah, he terrified me. I don't think he terrified you as much as he... He was concerning to me. He didn't terrify me. He, he was concerning, not terrified. He's the wrong word. He yeah. was concerning to me. Because he's a psycho. He's a psychopath. No, sociopath. He was upset. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. He was upset. He was amazing. He was upset. People do strange things when they're upset. Yeah, when they're mad, they just go around murdering people. Sometimes. <laughs> but yes, they should still go to jail, though. Yes. <laughs> okay, as long as we're agreeing, they should yeah, still, go they should still go to jail. After they've But you can been understand upset. why he was upset. He was upset. Yes, I do get it. I just don't think he should have went about it the way he did. Yeah, there were other ways. You know what? Then again, the manhole murder part. The manhole was gangster. It was so gangster. It was great. But then he was basically instead of punishing, well, he punished that gentleman, but he also punished his family. When I, that's where I was just like, "Hey, you should have just punished, find a way just to punish him." Because what you did now is you just destroyed this another family in the same way that your family was destroyed. And I didn't think that part was right. I thought it was great. I think he deserved it. He deserved it. I'm agreeing with you. But then he's also punishing the, because what he has done is just created the same recipe as happened to his family. 
And he's miserable. That's the point of revenge. An eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth. Ha ha. Anyways, carry on. <laughs> carry on. Okay, so now this. Okay. He said the terrible reunion. <laughs> <laughs> What did you say? The, the pizza tearful reunion. Yeah, so the pizza reunion where he's sitting there with his brother, and the brother's just like, so yeah, how's, 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 how's everything? Oh, you're a reporter now. Yeah. Oh, sure, you'd be a great reporter. They're having too much of a civil conversation where the one brother knows that he's murdered people. Yeah. And I think actually, it's at this table reunion that he kind of goes, yeah, yeah, I did that. I did <laughs> That's says, so great. Right. I That's did, so I did, great. I did, I did murder That's, those people. When you can sympathize with a killer, when you when can, who can, when you can sympathize okay. with okay, a killer. Okay, I'll speak for myself. I was sympathizing and rooting for this killer. That's just to show you how well this script was scripted and how great the character pulled it off. Because even as he was speaking to his brother, I didn't see him as a crazy person. Honestly, the way that he was acting, so normal, I just saw, wow, okay. Yeah, he's a sociopath. No, no, yeah, yeah. not a sociopath. No, he was. He was not a sociopath. He absolutely was. He absolutely was just misunderstood. <laughs> he's a sociopath, absolutely. <laughs> we should get a t-shirt. I'm not a soci- sociopath, I'm just misunderstood. Yeah, I'm not wearing that shirt. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so he tells him, basically tells his brother, oh yeah, I did do that killing. I did But he killing. tries to convince him to turn himself in. Which is, okay, what would you have done? No, but this is where so it gets great. Your... This is where it gets great. Because he tries to double, tries to convince his brother, turn yourself in. Mm-hmm. This is not such a good thing. And he's like, oh no, oh no, but I'm not done killing. I have, <laughs> ah, great. I have some more work to do. That was great. That was great. I have more work to do. I have more. I have more people to kill. I'm not done. But what would you? Wait till I'm finished. Wait till I'm finished. Wait till I'm finished. Then you can talk about all these things. Listen. What would you have done? Is this your family member? Yeah. What would I have done? Yeah. I probably would have told them to turn themselves in. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. (laughs) That's what you do, right? You wouldn't have been like, because to me it sounds like you'd be like, he's misunderstood. My family member is just misunderstood. He just needs to go into hiding. No, no. I didn't think the brother needed to go into hiding. I think he could should have turned to He should go to jail. Yes. But in my heart, I also wanted him to kill the reporter Solomon. You wanted him to re- kill the reporter? Yeah, she's evil. Okay, first of all, if you love Inha, you cannot warrant, knowing that, like, knowing that your brother has premeditated trying to kill the, your hair mother, you couldn't be on that side. You couldn't be on that. That's what I was reading. <laughs> I was hoping that he was able to finish his plan. Uh, it's nice to be able to finish his plan. <laughs> <laughs> you wanted to finish his task. That's he all I wanted him to do. That's all I wanted him to do. Oh, jeez. But the, he finished it, but it just happened in a different way. We'll talk about that as that comes up. Just say. Yeah, I would. Great okay, character. So then if your family member, I would try and get them to turn himself in. If they said, kept saying, no, I'm not going to do it, I'm not going to do that. Would you would you ride on them? I probably would not ride at the table. No. And would you give him chances to turn himself in? Murder, murderer, a murderer. Yeah. This is not like yeah. robbery. Yeah. Or... I would give him a chance to turn himself. In. So what if they decide that they don't want to turn himself in? Would you eventually turn them turn them in? Um, I may. Yeah. I may. I may not. 
mean, yeah, it hasn't happened to us yet, thank goodness. Thank God. Um, but yeah, I might have to keep convincing him to turn himself in, and then if they wouldn't, I would probably have to say, "Listen, if you don't turn yourself in, I might have to. I'm gonna have to tell. Yeah, you need to turn yourself in. Yeah, it's very important that you turn yourself in. See, that's not really wise in the saying that I'm gonna have to tell part. Because <laughs> well, okay, like, misunderstood. Oh, of course. Yeah, you're the target. You're the target. That's not a good thing to say to hurting people. No, you just say you need to right. turn yourself in. No. Need to turn yourself in. If they're not turning themselves in after a while, then you just report. It. Report. It. You don't tell them that you're. You just do. Well, that's true. You, you know what? You're right. Because if you tell them, then they might run. Then they might kill you. <laughs> that too, but they also might run. Like and if you tell them as you're walking into the station. Yeah. What if you? What if you do that? You tell them as you're walking the station. I'm having. I'm turning your. I'm turning you in right now. And then what you're doing is doing the right thing, but giving them a chance. No, I would just turn around an anonymous tip. Phone anonymous or not or not anonymous? <laughs> I would just say, look, dude, I, I, this is a horrible situation to be in. But if they're not turning themselves in, you probably have yes, to turn them, turn them in. The so murder. This is wrong. Okay, so now I have a question. Yeah, because different levels of crime. Yeah. What if they just like? What if they're like Danny Ocean stealing, stealing millions of dollars? Turn yourself in. Will you turn them in ever? If they, they just stole, if they money. just stole money from people, yeah. I would say that's kind of wrong. You want to buy me a, a, bus, <laughs> a bus ticket? <laughs> a bus ticket? That's all. That's only what you can ask for. I'm just saying flippantly things. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if I would. I don't think I would turn them in for that. For money? I would say I think you should turn yourself in. But like you know, like you know, I think you should turn yourself in while I hold my hand out. Say, no, oh, can I? Can I get some money? Can I pay off my credit card bill? Yeah. I don't know what I would do. I would still say, I don't think you should go around doing that. But I don't yeah. think I would I'd be as quick to turn them in for stealing money from people than I would from... Well, like, what if, what if they're Robin Hood? Stealing from the rich, giving to the poor. That's still stealing. Still stealing. All right, I'm just saying. Yeah. I was asking questions. Yeah. I would like to reiterate that this is not real life stuff. Guys, this is just hypotheticals. If situations in this podcasts are too close to what they appear. They do not represent the parts of the station. What's the what are you trying to say? I don't know. You know that disclaimer they always say with the, the what you're saying is too true oh. in your own life. It's not, we didn't steal it from your own life. We are almost done. Only one more episode until the end. Parting is such sweet sorrow, but there's always another show to watch. We will announce the next show at the end of part three. Don't forget to visit our website, d2bconcerto.com, and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at d2bconcerto. Until next time, miss you, miss you. Miss you, miss you.